Hello and welcome to the Crystal Lightworkers podcast to aid spirituality and well-being using crystals. My name is Jackie Winters, founder of the British Academy of Crystal Healing. And today I'd like to discuss with you a day in the life of a crystal therapist and help you to understand energy transference. Hello everyone, hope you're having a good day and thank you so much for joining me today. Okay, so I'm going to share a little bit of information today about the life of a crystal therapist and what they do during their day. So in my opinion, becoming a crystal therapist and working in energy medicine means that you understand the basic laws of energy healing. And in my personal opinion, that can be the best job in the world because you have to know how to raise your vibration. That means your main task during the day is keeping yourself happy, joyous and making sure that your energy is maintained to a level of harmony, love, joy and looking after you. So if you need a job where you want to go and make yourself happy, joyous and feeling really good throughout the day, then this is the vocation or career for you. So let's look at what happens. So as a crystal therapist, you would understand that the atoms and molecules that vibrate in the space around you are governed by where you have placed your attention. And then the stronger energy becomes the order of the day, so to speak. So let's take an example of this. So say, for instance, you've walked in a room where someone is in a mood. I think we've all done that at some point in our life. We've gone in all happy and vibrant. And if your attention gets dragged into the person's mood because of their story or for any other reason, then you lose your attention from yourself and your attention gets poured into the energy of the mood, then your vibration will match that frequency. In other words, you'll end up in a mood as well. But when you've done the course with us on the British Academy of Crystal Healing, we teach you how to what's known as hold space. So when you recognize energies that are not conducive to your well-being, like for instance, dropping into a mood, you know how to hold your own energy, keep your attention within your own field. And that then creates an energy of harmony around and can affect the mood and won't definitely affect you, but um, it may also help the person that's in the mood to come back into harmony. So if you understand the energy, you would hold your own attention on yourself, find your own inner harmony and basically allow them to be in a mood or not. Um, No judgment either way. So holding energy and holding space, there are many possibilities and scenarios with regards to energy exchanges based on how uh, how you get sucked into people's drama, how much you value somebody else's opinion, how much you want to please people. These are all ways of you leaking energy and ending up feeling drained and tired at the end of the day and becoming disempowered basically. So a crystal therapist needs to know how to hold space, how to maintain that harmonious energy within them, because this is what the shamans believe is the key to healing. And that when a healer can hold a space of harmony, even when there's trauma, anything like that going on, you need to have that inner knowing that all is well and be able to hold that vibration to create that frequency and make the energy resonate to the vibration you're holding. 
Now, often in healing, we need to hold the vibration of a zero point polarity, which is also known as the divine healing code, which means there's no mind, just pure awareness an inner emotional harmony and a stillness in the room that maybe some of you are aware of. And during that frequency, the body then has the correct vibration to be able to heal itself. So holding space has many benefits. It stops the therapist from becoming drained after a healing session. It benefits the client because it creates the zero point polarity and the vibration so the body can recalibrate and heal. And it improves personal development because it helps you recognize how to detach from those lower vibrations and find and maintain the higher, cleaner, more joyful vibrations for yourself. So once you become a crystal therapist, um, energy and learning does not stop. You are continually on a path of helping you find pure thoughts, maintain a pure internal emotional vibration and maintain that energy field, knowing that it's for your highest good, but also for your client's highest good, because you can help more people. So the exploration and your journey with crystals just begins really for yourself and for others once you become a crystal therapist. So internally inquiring and, you know, self-inquiring and asking what makes me happy, what fills me with joy and what opens my heart. So you're constantly learning what brings you joy. You know, I I never would have ever realized that at the age I am now that I would have got involved in horses. It was nowhere on my radar, but here we are and I'm loving being around horses. So be open to expanding what makes you happy and what brings you joy and Take it into the, well, anything can happen kind of open mindedness that's needed for you to grow. Now then, with regards to healing sessions, some therapists choose to perform just one healing session a day, whereas others may go up to two or three, but they are always mindful of their own energy levels. And if they have given too much away, they're, in other words, given their attention too much to somebody else, and they need to know how to bring their attention back boost their energy levels again. So I've been chatting with one of our students, Karen, who has recently qualified and now got an amazing um, crystal therapy business. So over to Karen. How many crystal healing sessions do you do a day? What would you recommend? I personally do two. I wouldn't, I don't do any more than two myself. It's not because of the energy. I feel absolutely amazing once I've done a crystal healing. I mean, your vibes, because I get such a healing once I've done a healing. You feel cleansed, you feel energized, you feel at peace and harmony. That's the only way I can describe it. Because I just feel at home when I've done them, if that makes sense. I just feel like just at home. I don't even want to close down half the time, but I do. Sometimes I'll sit there for another half an hour after just because I feel so homely after I've done a healing. But for two, it's me because they can last about two and a bit hours because I do like to engage with my clients, like them to feel warmth within me. You know, uh, they want to come back, want to recommend me. I want them to just feel as though I've not rushed them. I will never rush anybody. I take my complete time. They've got my full ultimate attention. They tell me all sorts, again, confidential. That for me is just massive. So for me, it's two a day. That's what I, I, I personally recommend two a day. Thank you, Karen. That is really, really helpful. Becoming a crystal therapist is a vocation 
And students often say that they have a calling from their heart and knowing that this is something that they really want to do. It's not like a conventional business as it is run from the heart, not the head. And at the moment, we are living in a time where we have so many people telling us how we should be running our business, how we should be doing it this way or that way or the other way. And we get confused because our head is bombarded personally with what we should do instead of us listening to our heart. So when we run a heart-based business, what does that actually mean? Well, It means that there is no pressure selling because when you are vibrating in your heart frequency, you will automatically attract customers to you. I know that's hard to believe, but you really will. It's a little bit like you have a magnetic pull. You know, people want to be near you. And if people are looking for a healing vibration and you are sitting in your heart chakra and vibrating to that frequency, people will be automatically attracted to you and your business will just grow naturally in tune with your desire to give healing or not to give healing. One of the things that the students do mention to me about being a regular income, we have grown up in a time period where we have been used to having money coming in from jobs at the end of the week. Um, I know things are changing now that there isn't that security in finances that there used to be. But I can promise you this, the universe will react to your ability to be free of the fear of lack. So if you feel lack inside of you and you're afraid of not having, then unfortunately you're going to attract that vibration. So going back to understanding energy medicine again, when you understand that the vibration that's inside of you is like a magnet and it is attracting things to you, like I said previously in your heart space, when you are attuned to your heart and you're in that vibration of your heart, you will find that you will automatically attract clients. Now, when you're in that vibration of gratitude and love, and uh, you will find that you will always be provided for because the heart, again, is the vibration that is magnetizing the energy to you. The heart vibration will always ensure that you have plenty and it will allow you time off. The heart is a great person to work for (laughs) because the heart will say to you, "Okay, we need time out today. But the head may say, oh, hang on a minute. Um, I I might not have enough money if I have some time off today. Well, you have to override the head. And you have to listen to the heart. And if your heart is saying you need a bit of time to relax and rejuvenate, then that's what you must do. And maybe do just one healing session that day or even decide to take the day off and re-energize yourself by going out for walks by the seaside or in the forest or wherever and just getting back in tune with yourself. So remember that lack is always, always in your head. It is fear, which I explained to my students, is false evidence appearing real. So don't push yourself like you would with a natural with a natural business. You don't need to push yourself when you're running your business naturally. You are more in flow with the natural order and what your needs are and then they will always be met. Many of us in today's society do burn out really quickly because of the demands that are placed upon ourselves and the lack of boundaries that we have. Because, you know, when I was a little girl, shops used to open at nine o'clock in the morning and close at five o'clock at night. And there was no shops open on a Sunday. Whereas these days you can purchase things, you have 24-7 availability to everything. And if you allow your business to be run like that, you will soon burn out. So make sure that you put your boundaries in place for you. 
because the other way is not a pace of life. In keeping with a natural rhythm, you need to, to be listening to your internal voice and what your needs are. And once you find that rhythm, once you yeah, yeah, I need today off and I'm going to allow myself to take the time off. Then life just flows at the pace that is your rhythm and all of your needs will always be met. So we asked Karen um, again because she has uh, been able to implement this into her business and we asked her if she feels that you can actually make a career from crystal healing. So here's Karen again with her opinion on whether you can make a career from crystal healing. Do you think, in your opinion, that you can make a career from working with crystals? Would you say to somebody it's a worthy career? What do you love about your job? And, you know, what do you think about it become telling other people about making it their career? A hundred percent, you could make a career out of crystal healing. I've made a career out of crystal healing. You know, I, I, for me now, I don't even have to uh, promote my business. It's just off word of mouth now. You know, at first I, I did a bit of promotion, send a few leaflet out, leaflets out in all honesty, but it was more so me engaging with people to start with, you know, I'll give it a try. You know, it was like, oh, yeah, I will give this a try, you know. As they came in, it was like, I, I, I want to come for a bit more. You know, they felt they felt good. They felt higher vibes. Feel emotions leave the body, you know, that's stored. You don't want that in your body. They could feel as though, you know, the, the anxiety was going, the, the, the fears were going, the worries were going. There was realising they were, they were getting, um, they were becoming, getting more friends. You know, love started to appear I've had in people's lives. They're like, I can't get rid of these men, you know. And um, before... They couldn't even find anybody. Do you know what I mean? They've now got friends, they're socialising, changing people's lives. Can 100% make a business out of it. As I say, I have done. I absolutely love my job to pieces. Engaging with people, it's it's, it's basically now with this new earth that's coming in, this new age of earth, you know, not everyone wants to be taking medication. Who wants? I do not take even a paracetamol now. I don't need to. As long as you're in the higher vibrations, illness cannot live there. And this medicine with the crystal healings is what this promotes. It's promoting now the alternative medicine, which is therapy that cleanses your entire energy field, mind, body and soul. And for me, that's priceless. So here's my recommendation for a day in the life of a crystal therapist. So first of all, it is really important to make sure that you're in tune with yourself. My recommendations would be to rise if you can at sunrise, because watching the sun rise always fills me with wonder. And we only have so many days on this planet. And I think we tend to forget that. So when we start to appreciate each sunrise as it comes up every day, then you start to feel this inner glow within you and this gratitude for the day ahead. If you can't rise at sunrise, then absolutely just rise when you can. And then I prioritize my body. I, I use yoga or stretches for around about 15 to 20 minutes just to make sure that my awareness and attention is in my body. I then meditate to quieten my mind and become the observer of my mind. I listen to what my mind is saying and wonder whether it is being troubled and just listen and you can identify anything then that is troubling you and try 
to hit the vibration of peace. So for me personally, often time would be ever present in my mind, pushing me to hurry up so I could race through the day. Sitting quietly, observing this really helped me to slow down. So I would recognize that my mind's like, come on, hurry up, hurry up. We've got loads of jobs to do. Come on, hurry up, hurry up. And I'd be like, okay, mind, we just need to sit quietly. And when you do that in meditation, it's like disciplining your own mind not to control you so that you can live more in harmony with your heart and your needs and in that peace vibration. So gently train your mind um, like basically you would train a puppy or a child with love and compassion. Always be kind to yourself. You know, if your mind is wanting to hurry you up to say, let's take a little bit of time. We'll we'll get everything done and reassure your mind of any fears that it has. If it has a fear of not achieving, then just say, you know, we will get everything done that we need to get done and reassure your own mind um, to slow everything down so that so you can be fully here and now. And then I like to set the intention of the day. And usually mine is something like to live a happy, joy-filled day in gratitude. And some days it might be to live in peace. Some days it might be to become creative. I just listen to what my heart and my inner child wants from me. And then maybe create a chakra pouch for yourself based on your intention for the day. Knowing what the crystals do, we choose uh, crystals and carry them in a little pouch to help us achieve the vibration that we wish to experience that day. So when you're choosing your crystals, be mindful of what it is that you are trying to create the vibration of. And remember to call on the spirit of the stones to help you experience the best of you. So listening to the heart and formatting your day is an important part of being in touch with your inner child and truly living instead of existing in a rut. And then be open to the fact that anything is possible. Become the observer of your life and aim to stay in harmonious rhythm with yourself and allow yourself to be spontaneous and make changes. So one day you may not want to do healing and that's fine. And you may want to take yourself off for a walk somewhere. Just be open to change and not sticking in those um, heavier vibrations of automation. So then throughout the day, I would suggest you eat healthily throughout the day and drink plenty of water, which will boost your energy level. Go for regular walks and take in plenty of fresh air and live in the vibration of gratitude. You know, stop and smell the flowers. Take time to be in the picture of your life. So I I sometimes stand near the lake that's near me and just see myself as being part of the picture and really slow everything down and it really boosts my energy. So be aware of your energy field and avoid situations and events that drain you as much as possible or ensure that you recharge your batteries after you have had an unproductive experience. You know, we all have them days where we meet someone in the street and they're, hi, and they want to tell you their life story and literally pull all of your attention and draw into their drama and at the end of it, you're like, oh my gosh, I now, I now need to go and uh, revitalize myself. This happens to all of us. And, um, you know, this is just part of life. And what you need to do is to be able to um, recalibrate yourself after you've had one of those experiences. So then when I 
get myself ready to prepare for my healing session, I know that I'm going to be working through the silence so that I can hear and feel and understand the communication that's going on inside of me. And you'll be surprised how often your intention of the day matches the requirement of your client. So if you want to become more creative or if you want to relax more or whatever, you watch your client come in. Today, I've done a healing on a horse. And when I went to do the healing on the horse, I'd been working on reducing anger in my liver and gallbladder flow. There isn't a lot of anger there for me, just more frustration that sometimes comes up within me. But when I got to meet the horse this morning, um, the lady said to me, oh, he, he gets very frustrated and very agitated, which is the vibration that I'd been working on. So quite often as a crystal therapist, the people that come to you match your vibration, whatever you have going on in your energy field, then quite often your client will mirror it back to you. And the horse this morning had a wonderful massage to um, bring all of that back into harmony. And of course, it will have been advantageous to me as well. Take time to invest in education to ensure that your knowledge is premium. We all have different energies and different approaches, but you will find that those that have been doing crystal healing for a longer period of time will have learned more along the way and have some great advice to offer you. So I'm going to pass you once again back to Karen now and her opinion on um, investing in education. Does she think it's worth it? So what would you to say to any students that are about to or thinking about perhaps becoming a therapist or even coming to the British Academy of Crystal Healing? Because I know you're an ex-student of the British Academy of Crystal Healing. What would you say? Did you enjoy it? Would you recommend it? If you're drawn to the crystals and, you know, you want to know more about the crystals, 100% go for it. Thank you to all of you for listening. Thank you to Karen for sharing her opinion here today. And if any of you do want to become crystal therapists, we do have two intakes a year in the academy. And um, we have one due to start on the 20th of February, 2023. But, you know, if you're listening to this after that date, we do have two intakes a year. It's great fun to do. We do them online and we teach you how to um, use the holographic universe and understand how to do healings through the holographic universe. And that's really quite mind blowing when you get into that because it's in the quantum field. But we also do teach you how to do face to face ones and online ones. So if you're interested in becoming a therapist and you want to join us, we would absolutely love to see you. We are at www.britishacademyofcrystalhealing.com. And if you want to join us, then uh, all the details are on there. Or if you want to email me, Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E dot winters, W-I-N-T-E-R-S at yahoo.co.uk. And I can give you some information and help you to enroll. So I hope to see you at one of our classes. But until then, guys, ride the higher vibrations with crystals and live your best life because seriously, it is possible. And I would love to guide you through it. I've been doing crystal healing for over 40 years and have lots of advice that has been proven to be very successful to offer you. So all that's to be said now is to have a great day and Take care. Love you all. Thank you for listening.